Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This one's going to be for the Jordan Peele directed Nope, which is his third uh, directed film. I am your host Matthew and we're going to stick spoiler free with this one as well. I know I did that yesterday with Prey but I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to give this the same rating that I gave Prey yesterday which is an 8 out of 10 and a don't skip which is still. That might seem low. Uh, but it isn't. An 8 out of 10 and a don't skip is still a recommendation. It's still a film that I recommend that you watch. A film that I recommend you don't skip. Which is the reason it's called that for the rating. Um, I had a good time watching this film. I think that this is a very weird, very mysterious, very interesting, um, intense at times... Not not really scary. I wouldn't really call it scary. Um, I was trying to think as well, like on my way home, um, what horror films we've had this year, and whether this is the best horror film of twenty twenty two. Obviously, we haven't had kind of the big one, which is Halloween Ends, which I don't think is going to be as good as this, because <laughs> I think Halloween's a bit of a mess. But um, I think it probably is. I mean, The Quiet Place 2 was last year, so that would be a different one. Um, but in terms of the horror films I can remember watching, um, yeah, I would possibly say it's the best horror film of 2022. I've not watched every single horror film, and there's been some that I haven't seen. But in terms of the ones I have seen, I would probably say that it is. Um, so let me start with some with some pros, and then I'll get into some cons, because there's some frustrating cons about this film, or things I didn't like basically about this film um yep the use of tension in this film is probably one of its best things I was gonna say assets but one of its best things uh the characters here are very interesting um one of them I found to be mysteriously kind of strange um the the way that these characters react to the things that are happening is really quite interesting and there's one particular character, um, what's his name? I've got the cast list here. Daniel's character called, I think it's called OJ here. His name is written as OJ. I found his reactions to things a little bit kind of, it was different to Kiki Palmer's character called Emerald. Um, and I found that to be kind of mysterious because one of the really interesting things as well about this film, it starts off kind of just simple it gets you introduced to these characters their lives this sort of barn and everything that they're sort of living at and sort of you know shows you that sort of stuff and then you get like weird things that start happening and you think okay what is causing these weird things to happen and it becomes quite clear fairly early on that okay it's something that is in the sky but what is it? Is it a UFO? Is it an alien? Is it some type of rain? And there's different things that are kind of happening, and they're all very weird and mysterious things. You'll you'll do it. You'll probably do a lot of again if 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 the intrigue catches you, which it did with me. That sort of because I I like a good sort of horror film that's a bit mysterious as to just that that forever great concept of what is that thing. And it's a very simple concept to, to do, um, which is also something that's it's in... Uh, I, I would say some of the qualities that I like about A Quiet Place are not as good here, but are still 
things with horror films I really like, which is two two kind of simple things, which is the general concept and the idea of what is that thing? What am I being chased by? What is hunting us? What what is it? Where did it come from? What does it want? How does it attack you? That type of thing, which is a which is a very general sort of basic thing to do with horror, but it can still be very effective. Um, and that's one of the things I like about horror films is they they can be very effective with not doing very much. I mean, a simple case of like a character slowly walking away from something, and it's shown in a particular way in the shadows. And what is it? What is it going to do? Is it going to attack? Do I need to run? This film has some really good sections where it's doing that as well, and I quite enjoyed those. Um, but one thing that kind of separates this film a little bit with that particular quality is it's not just one thing that's attacking you over and over again. There's like weird different things that go on in this film. And some of them even by the end I didn't understand but I didn't kind of expect to. I didn't expect this film to be like here is what everything is and what everything that you've seen. There's a lot of weird stuff that happens in this film. And some of it is left up to your own interpretation, but you do get a you do get an answer and a good resolution. I, I was I was happy with where this film ends. There's a bit of a section in the last sort of I don't know ten to twenty minutes that I was like, okay, I get the general idea of what's going on here with the ending, but I don't quite fully understand it again because you've got very strange things that are happening but that feels intentional that doesn't feel like a sort of oh this film didn't make sense and it was supposed to make more sense in places it feels very intentional that it's like okay we're gonna show you something and you're gonna kind of figure out you, you and the characters are going to figure out what is it and how do we deal with it and this film excels a lot in those aspects and again there's different lots of different scenes and different types of scenes where tension is used, where lighting is used really effectively, camera shots are used really effectively as well, um, like where the camera is placed on things. There's actually one particular scene, again I won't spoil it, but a scene where a character is slowly walking away from something and they get their phone out and you get, again I'm going to be very vague about the description of it, you get a uh, shift in camera focus that is like, again leans into that sort of like what what is going on here but in a very cool mysterious horror type way um there's actually a scene in this film as well where the character spots something one of the characters spots something and the camera's flipping back and forth between the character's reaction and where i'm supposed to be looking for something and the camera at one point flips back to what the character's looking at and it stays there for a while, a good, I would say, 30 seconds to a minute. And I'm darting my eyes around all all over the screen. You, you know in those horror films, well, like this, where um, a camera is focused in a particular place. And Servant, which is on Apple TV+, Plus, is fantastic at doing this. And I, I really like these sorts of horror elements. Is a camera is sort of, it's either completely still or it's like backing up slowly. Because it, it, with this camera shot that I'm describing... It's a camera shot that's really, really still, but is slowly backing up, really slowly backing up, because the character is slowly backing up, so you sort of get a bit of that into it. And again, it's it's dark, there's like bits of barn that are in the camera shot, and there's like a corner of something and a barrel, and I'm like, okay, what, what, what do you want me to look at? What are you trying to get me to see? And then there's this thing that creeps really slowly into the, into, not into the camera, in, into the scene, 
and I'm like, oh, we haven't seen what 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 is that? We we haven't seen that yet. Um, and that I found to be one of the more creepier parts of the film. And and I love that type of thing. I I love as a director's choice when you have like oh there's some there's something scary over there and it, it some people might look at it a bit more of a cliched way but if you do it well it's very very effective and again servant is really really good at doing this and this film is quite good at doing it as well of just we're going to set the camera down in a spot it's going to be very very still almost like completely still but very 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 still and we're going to focus on an area and we want you we're not going to make it obvious as to what you're looking for but we're going to make you as the audience look for something. We're going to get you to like listen for sounds. Is there walking? Is there whatever? Uh, so that was that was quite good. Uh, so I enjoyed those aspects. Um, so yeah, lot, lots, of, lots of great stuff. And in terms of Jordan Peele's three directed films. Which is Us, Get Out and Nope. I think this is his best. I would probably rank them. Because I don't need to do a whole podcast ranking these three films. I would say best to worst is Nope. Us and Get Out. Um, the only differences with Us and Get Out, because Get Out I didn't review. Us I did when that came out a couple of years ago. The only the only differences there is the ending of Us was it didn't work for me. The ending of Get Out worked for me, but I preferred the film itself with Us as opposed to Get Out. But Nope, I think has got the best of the three endings very close towards get out um but i think the use of horror in here is different enough um to what us is doing um and i i just i i preferred i preferred the mystery here i think but um us with, with us i really did like the the mystery but it's a different type of, of mystery as to what you're dealing with here so uh, again i've enjoyed all three of them i really like jordan peele the director i'm all in on what he's doing um you know some people don't like what he's doing if you don't that's that's fine i suppose um but yeah when he comes around to net to direct his next film his his fourth film whatever that's going to be um i will be looking out for it i'll be paying attention to it uh, things I didn't really like. I had... I don't know if it's because I went to a new cinema. Well, not a new cinema. It's a cinema I've not gone to before. And I wasn't used to their sound system. I don't know what it was. And again, this this is more of a lighter critique. Because I don't know if it was a me problem. A cinema problem. Or a film problem. But it was something within my experience that didn't work. I found the dialogue at some points to be a bit clunky. And a bit sort of... I don't know. I don't know what went on. I sort of like. I was really trying to listen to what they're saying, and I, I caught most of it, most of what they were saying, all the important bits, and like what they were doing. But sometimes during the conversations, I couldn't quite hear these characters properly. Um, yeah, and I, I have a feeling that was because of the cinema that I was in. So again, that's not necessarily like a big knock against the film, because that could have been a non-film problem. But I couldn't really hear the characters properly at certain at certain points. Um, and I don't think it was to do with like the actual dialogue or the, the line delivery. There was something weird with like... Well, sometimes it was a bit, a bit of the line delivery. But sometimes I just couldn't... Like it was... I don't know, I couldn't hear it properly. It was weird. I really, really wanted to... Um, and they should have this as an option in cinemas. I don't know how you would work it. I would really like if in cinemas... You could take a pair of earphones or a pair of headphones and just plug them into your seat or something. 
that must have been done somewhere. I, I I've never heard of that happening before, but that must have been done done somewhere. Um, again, maybe people don't want to bring bringing you know expensive headphones to a cinema or or whatever. But um, just just a pair of earphones or something like I've got a couple of pairs of earphones. I would love to just I would love to have just with with this film particularly just plugged in a pair of earphones just. And again, that's how I prefer to watch things anyway. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know what the actual... I can't pinpoint what the exact issue was. But I really wanted to just plug in a pair of earphones. And listen to the film that way. Um, so... Audi- weird audio issues. Um, and it'll be interesting. Because I'm, I'm going to go back to that same cinema. When I see my next film. Whatever that's going to be. And it'll be interesting if... Because you've got different cinema rooms. That are obviously different you know, screen sizes and you know different audio positions things like that so it'd be interesting if i'm in screen uh, the screen that i was in today um and if i go to a different screen within the same cinema if i get the same audio issues because there could be a problem with the cinema or it could be a problem with the room or it could be something else i don't know so anyway uh, again not a knock against the plot or the story or the characters or anything like that it was just weird weird audio stuff that was going on um, the other thing is, um, this is more of a film issue. There were certain points where I was, I was not quite fully understanding character choices and motivations. Um, and again, a lot, a lot of that came through with Daniel's character. He's the one who's been in uh, Black Panther. I don't think he's going to be in Black Panther two. Apparently, he uh, couldn't schedule the filming or something like that called OJ in this film um yeah some of the choices but made by characters more more so with him than anybody else I didn't really feel it as much with the other characters of like when they're in situations when they're in danger and and it's it's easy for us as the audience sometimes when we're watching a horror film specifically and you think, no, no, do this instead of doing that. It's easy for us to say that. But then if we get put into those situations as humans, we might not be as, like, focused and switched on. So it could be... Not not in the way of, like, oh, don't split up the group. Oh, he's behind you. Or uh, like those sort of... I'm not talking about, like, slasher sort of cliches where it's like, oh, don't go into the dark room on your own uh, kind of thing. Uh, or don't split up with the group. It, it wasn't those sorts of choices. It was just other choices as well. Um, so yeah, that that didn't quite work for me. So there was a few issues with that. So that those kind of things are stopping me from giving it like a higher rating and a must see. Again, still enjoyed this film for the most part. Uh, I still think this is um, Jordan's best film, Jordan Peele's best film that he's made. I'd be interested if he if he starts exploring other genres a little bit because he's done three horror films now. And they've all had different goals. Like Get Out was about slavery basically. Us was about sort of clones. And Nope is about... um, How do you describe what Nope's about without spoiling it? It's about weird stuff happening to people. Um, Almost like invasion type stuff. Um, But not... if If you're straight away thinking, oh you've spoiled the film, Alien Invasion... Not really, not really. Um, that's about as much as I'll say for that. But it's that—that's one of the things that you kind of guess early on in this film is like, oh, it's an alien invasion. This is going to be really predictable. And it wasn't. It wasn't, which I also again found really interesting. Um, again, the way that the 
enemies and enemy and mystery acts in this film is really mysterious and really interesting and trying to figure out what it was was quite cool and even when it initially shows you like oh it's this thing the things that this enemy does as well uh, or the threat does in this film as well um I was like, oh that's a newer idea of how to, to how to how to do that so i thought that was quite good so yeah Anyway, uh, we are of course sponsored by Manscaped. At the moment, they sell men's uh, grooming products, uh, so you can go and buy some stuff from them if you want to. If you're looking to freshen yourself up, or buy Manscaped products as a gift for somebody else, or both, whatever the occasion may be. But before you start googling anything or looking up Manscaped, you can simply click on the link in your show notes uh, for Manscaped's website. You can click on that; that will take you over to there, so you can have a look at their products. Uh, got different razors, shavers, ear and nose head trimmers. Uh, different clothes, deodorants, all sorts of things to take care of a man because they're manscaped and that's what they sell. Uh, so you can uh, buy some of that stuff again, either for you, yourself or somebody else if you want to do that. Um, and they have different like sets of things as well. So if you want to buy if you want to buy more than one thing from Manscaped, they have like multiple different sort of options to how you can do that. Again, if you click on the link in the show notes, go over there, have a browse for yourself of their website, uh, have a look at the things that they've got, descriptions, all that type of stuff, really well detailed and laid out over there. So you can have a look at that. But if you're thinking it will cost you money, it still will. But we've got a discount code with Manscaped at the moment. If uh, once you go over to their website, you select what you want. And you uh, go through all of that. You get to the checkout point and you'll see that promo code box. If you type in UK, that's E-T-A-L-K, UK, you can get 20% off your order with Manscaped. Uh, 20% off and free shipping as well. Sometimes you're buying stuff online, you go to the checkout and you get that nasty shipping cost and it's more expensive than what you were prepared for. Uh, but not with Manscaped, not with this deal with Manscaped. UK, E-T-A-L-K, UK, 20% off with Manscaped with that. And in case you don't want to scroll back to this point, what did Matt say the promo code was? It's written in your show notes. You can simply copy and paste it from there right into that promo code box and use that with Manscaped. Uh, so thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring Entertainment Talks podcast. And thank you very much for listening. Hi there. If you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link, which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system, which is usually in the bottom right-hand corner, to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today. So that's Kualu, and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today. Thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link. Hi there. If you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show, or a film review of your choice. So if if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show 
or film review so it's one of either of those per month of course if you continue subscribing each month you can pick a tv show then a film the next month and so on and so forth this is a great way to support entertainment talk get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening back to the show uh, so overall, yeah, I, I enjoyed my time with this very much. Um, I kind of had the, the nice wonder of sort of visiting a cinema I hadn't before. So that was that was a cool part of the experience. It's got nothing to do with the actual quality of this film. It was just a nice, I had a nice time, which which was good as well. Um, I don't really know what I want Jordan Peele to do next. Um, he's good at doing horror stuff and he's tried to target different areas. Um, so it'll be interesting, interesting to see what he does, certainly. Hopefully it's not another sort of, like, three years or however long it takes, but we shall see. Um, so there's all of that. Um, uh, just in terms of, um, other stuff that Jordan Peele tries to do with these films, uh, of course he, pro- he prominently and, uh, often, or it, for all of his three film, three films, has, uh, black leads as his characters. There are white people in his films as well. There's white people in this film as well. But the leads that he casts are often, um, either people of colour or black people in his films. And sometimes he does try to put messages and themes in there about black people and what they go through and cultural things and messages and that sort of stuff. This was probably, unless there's things that I missed, which is entirely possible, this is probably his least message theme heavy type film there is one thing that like prominently sticks out which i won't talk about because as as soon as i even mention what it is it will be a spoiler but um i found it very interesting with how that thing came back around towards the end Uh, again i'm not going to mention what it is but i thought that was quite cool a nice cool bit of like black history and everything this this film touches more upon kind of black film history in a way that that was what i got from it anyway um, because again, first, first film's definitely about slavery with, with Get Out, because that's literally kind of one of the things that happens in the film, um, which is one of the highlighted key scenes in the film. Us is about, again, it's about clones, it's about people trying to take over people's lives, so trying to steal somebody else's life, kind of, but then it sort of changes that a bit towards the end. Nope is... Yeah, I would, I would say more film history and, again, leaning more into kind of into how black people are treated in the film industry. There's a little bit of that. Um, but I didn't feel that there was... And, again, I don't mind being hit heavily with, like, big themes, big messages or, like, cultural important things in films. Uh, some people complain about that. Some people said, like, oh, you know, Jordan Peele's too heavy-handed with all his messaging and stuff. I've never felt that, but of course we've all got our different ways of looking at things like black history and cultural importance and messages and things like that and themes. Uh, there's lots of different ways that you can do that and phrase that and put that in your films. But this feels like the least heaviest of those, and that's okay. Um, you almost kind of didn't really have time for too many themes that there there is a portion of this film that's a bit of a build-up and that's where some of those themes and messages and stuff get put into it but once things kick off and things get a bit hectic you haven't really got time or the the time or the space really to do that type of stuff i felt and that's fine again you you did more of that he rather jordan himself um did that more in the first half of this film not in a way to sort of like, okay, do that bit, get it out of the way, and then get on with the horror mystery. Because 
part of that blends together a little bit. Um, but again, I, I feel, and again, I, it felt very sort of a bit fresh. Not that I needed that from Jordan Peele, but um, it felt interesting and different to what he's kind of done before, which is something I, again, not something I I was like, oh, I appreciate that. I appreciate you doing that differently, but I found it something very kind of interesting. So, um yeah, but you, you do have some of that here, and I thought it was—I thought it was less of it in this film. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what he does in his uh, in his next one. Um, but some people have said like, "Oh, Jordan Peele doesn't want like white people in his films and whatever." It's like he's had white people in his films. Um, it's just that the, the I think what it is is because of the stories that he tells, you kind of naturally have black people or people of colour leading the films because of the theme of the what you're doing with those characters um so it makes more sense to do that so yeah plus these people that you pick are, are, are really really good uh, just speaking about the performances as well um so you've got Kiki Palmer who I uh, I've seen a bit of quite a bit more of her in the last couple of years she started to emerge a lot more I first saw her in season 3 of Scream uh, the VH1 season. I didn't even know VH1 was a channel, to be honest, before that. Apparently, it's like a sister channel to MTV. But she was on the third season of Scream. She was one of the kind of lead characters from that. Then I saw her on... Um, there's a baking show that's on Disney+, Plus, which is more Disney-themed, which is why I took interest in it. She hosts that show. Uh, so she's, like, one of the judges. There's, like, three judges. She's one of the judges of that. And what was the other thing I saw her in? Uh, this, obviously... And wait, let me just actually click on her name and see the other thing. Um, oh yes, Lightyear, of course. Yes, she was in Lightyear. I uh, played one of the characters in that. Uh, I knew there was something. It just, it just wasn't coming to mind for some reason. So nope. Um, Lightyear, she was in Scream. And she was on the baking show. I can't remember what it was called. But some sort of baking show on Disney. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya. I've probably mispronounced that name. Uh, seen him in a few things before. Um, he was obviously in. Uh, he was in Get Out. He was in Nope. Um, he was in. It says Wakanda. Uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. But I heard he wasn't in that. Was he in the trailer? Don't remember him in the trailer. Remember Angela Bassett being in the trailer, but uh, not him. Uh, he was in the first one. Then apparently he was in Johnny English film, Kick Ass, some stuff like that. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, which I've not seen. Um, he was in Black Mirror, he was in Skins, I've seen those things. So yeah, some good stuff there. Then you got, uh, for those of you that follow our Walking Dead coverage, um, or Walking Dead stuff, Stephen Yun is in this. Of course, he played Glenn for a few seasons. Uh, one of the big characters there. So he was in Nope, Walking Dead, he was in Mayhem, which I haven't seen, he was in Invincible, uh, Sorry to Bother You, which has got an actor from Atlanta, uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy, which is better if we, if we don't talk about that film, because <laughs> it's not good. Uh, so yeah, a few, a few notable big names in this, which I thought was uh, very good. You've also got um, Keith David, um, who is one of the Ghostbusters, isn't he? Uh, Princess and the Frog, Rick and Morty, Nope, uh, 21 Bridges, which I've not seen. Um, I swear he was in Ghostbusters. Or am I thinking of something else? Spawn. Um, but yeah, some some good, some big names in this, which was uh, which was good as well. So, um, 
again, regardless of the fact that all these leads are people of colour or black people, they're all also very good actors, which is the main thing that you want, because even if your aim is, I want my lead characters to be black or people of colour, you still want them to be good at acting, which is the important part. Um, so all of them are very, very good. So I look forward to seeing them again in something soon. Don't know what that's going to be, but we shall see. Um, but yeah, overall, I had a good time watching Nope. Um, I think it struck a good balance of... Uh, I wouldn't really say dumb fun. I wouldn't say this is a dumb fun popcorn film. Because um, this has got, like, it's much more dramatic than that. Um, but yeah, theme, story was good. Characters were pretty good for the most part. Um, so yeah, overall, I, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I'd give it an 8 out of 10 and one of my don't skip ratings. Uh, again, if a few things had been kind of cleaned up a bit more, certain character motivations and choices, I would have probably enjoyed this a little bit more. Uh, Pacing-wise, structure-wise, by the way, I've not even mentioned that. Um, pacing was quite good. I could sense when the end of the film was coming, and it ended swiftly. It it wasn't one of them films where you thought, oh, it's going to end now. Ten minutes later, oh, it's going to end now. Ten minutes later, oh, it's going to end now. And then, like, oh, this film should have ended half an hour ago. Uh, which is good, because this is two hours, ten minutes... Um, the structure of this is intentionally throwing you about a bit. So, uh, in terms of the structure, so that when scenes begin and end and how the film is put together, I thought that was pretty good. Um, there's an intentional, like, scene cut-off moment, which are just, is not, like, bad editing choices, it's more deliberate choices. So I thought that was good. But yeah, structure, pacing, very good. Not, Not too many complaints from that, so... Overall, enjoyed it, and I had a good time, and I'd recommend you to watch it as well. It's only just kind of come out. I think it was 12th of August or something. Um, So it was only recently kind of come out, so it should be at cinemas for a bit of time. So go and check it out. I think it's very, very good. So there's that. Anyway, for those of you that have or haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it, have I encouraged you to watch it more? Are you going to wait for it to hit streaming, or are you going to go to the big screen to see it? Um, If you have seen it, do you agree with my points? What did you think? Um, and most of you probably saw it at a different cinema because you probably live in different places to me. Um, did you have the same sound issues? Curious about that stuff because it might it might have just been me. I don't, I don't know what that was. But anyway, thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, whatever you've got. Whether you have seen it, haven't seen it, what do you think? All that type of stuff. Um, so yeah, let me know. Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. So check out... Uh, all of that uh, email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name in your show notes as well so oh, there's all of that in the meantime you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org uh, t- podcast platforms entertainment talk tv games films may night podcast look out for those i've got one more film review planned for this week probably friday possibly tomorrow but prob- more, more likely friday uh, and then there's a game on saturday gaming talk sunday um, Better Call wrap up tomorrow so uh, a couple of podcasts over the next couple of days look out for all of those um, yep entertainmenttalk.org podcast platforms entertainment talk check out what we're doing if you'd like to support entertainment talk um, you can simply uh, check out more episodes that we've got on the places I just mentioned uh, you can also um, tell other people about what we're doing where they can find it simply by just telling them or using social media whatever way around you want to do that or if you want to do both that's up to you as well Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers for your free podcast review options. Have a look out for those as well. 
if you want to do that, support us through that way. Uh, if you're TV and the film news, if you want to know what Jordan Peele's doing next, whenever that gets announced, um, or if you want to uh, find out about TV renewals, cancellations, air dates, all that type of stuff, geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio, as Geektown Radio from yesterday, which was for Wednesday, sorry, for Tuesday. Uh, look out for that new Geektown Radio episode, fresh, hot off the press, if you want to call it that. Uh, that's run by David, geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio, find that on podcast platforms. Bex is streaming very, very regularly over on Twitch, Trista Byte, Trista B Y T E S, go and give her a follow. Over there, classic streams, retro games, Tomb Raider, chat streams, all that type of stuff, and Twitter and Instagram as well. If you want to find me on Twitch, you can do that by looking for eTalkUK, E-T-A-L-K-U-K, for, um, I almost 20% off. <laughs> That's for Manscaped. Twitch, eTalkUK, uh, check out my gaming streams over there if you want to do that. Uh, if you missed the streams, you want to find them archived with the FIFA career mode episode and the game clips, YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays for all of that thanks for listening and i'll see you next time goodbye